Greg? Nick. You look like every guy who sits at the bar in a diner. A diner? You know how like the diners have that like that bar. Like, not, I'd it's say not, like, a college a bar, bar, but it's like I'd a, say a college bar. What? A college bar. No, no, like the the bar at a diner. Like you're not there to drink. Oh, it's I not, got you. It's not like an I actual bar. It's like the, yeah, just the bar in the terms loners, of the location. Right. Is yeah. that a trucker reference? Yeah. Because aren't the truckers it's usually It's a trucker with the shirt and everything. Yeah, you look very much like the guy. I was thinking of wearing the flannel plaid. Just come in, get an egg sandwich, and then you always get a piece it's of a, pie to go. I am delicious. You just said you weren't going to turn the hat around. I wasn't. <laughs> Why? You got to call me That like is that. one of his best hats. Uh, this is, you know, thank you, John, by the way. <laughs> I opened this package up. I saw the hat. I was like, oh, man. Another like another awesome hat to put on the shelf, but never wear. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just put it on to see how it works. Because I think his best fitting hat was the Tennessee Waltz, personally. I mean, I don't really wear any of his stuff with the snapback because it doesn't really fit my head, but they're beautiful for my collection. Yeah, the Tennessee Waltz um, trucker hat was my favorite one, like comfortable wise. And, and that of had course, like the high top. I feel like, like or, yes, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was very old fashioned. Like right. my grandpa would wear one of those that had like. The Legion on her, some like old maybe, guy stuff. Maybe. <laughs> like World War it, II it, vet. Right. And it wasn't so pointy at the not saying this one is, but like pointy at the top. It like mm. just fit my head nice. And of course, I had to wear it outside doing work outside and completely ruined it. So I might still have mine on my shelf. Well, it's, you have your collection now. Yeah, but just trade me for something you got. I'm sure you have a hat on your in your collection that I don't have. I think you might have all of them, don't you? Well, anyway. I probably do. So I put this bad boy on. It looks delicious. It, it's. It's you ever, comfortable. You ever been to one of their drive-thrus? No. Right. Is this like another story? You're going to tell me to go do something? We're going to do it together and never do it? I'm just going to tell you to do it, <laughs> and then maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. Fine. That's but upsetting. it's right there in Burlington on uh, yeah. Heart, Heart Attack Lane, as right. me and Dane call it, because it's like- Because Biscuitville the, is Biscuitville, where you were supposed to Chick-fil-A, go. Biscuitville, Chick-fil-A, yep. mm. um, not Shake Shack, the uh, Steak and Shake, uh, and then there's a Krispy Kreme drive-thru. I've only ever had their glaze, though. Like, Do they have other donuts? Uh, I think so. I feel like their glaze is like their famous one. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, but like that's that's the only one. That's when I think of Krispy Kreme, I just think of that donut. I don't think of like, oh yeah, a jelly or a Boston creme. Right. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. And I feel like up here there there's not like a place to go get Krispy Kreme. I feel like you like Seven Eleven. Yeah, but like you can get. Like, I know. Like warm, I want fresh. You know. Yeah, you want fresh. There's no. I don't want they're not delivered. making them fresh at the Seven Eleven. Is that a DiGiorno? Anti-DiGiorno commercial. Although 7-Eleven does have really good uh, Taylor ham on a potato roll. Pork roll? No. Okay. Because now, how stupid would that sandwich sound? Pork roll on a potato roll? Because that's what it is. No, but it's not, though. But it is. But it's not. Is it actually Taylor ham? Yeah. Like from Taylor ham? I guess. I don't, I don't know. That it has not. to be. It says that's Taylor ham it? on the label. Does it? You yeah. should ask him. I'm not going to ask him. They you don't. Should. The guy working behind that counter don't know. He should know. He don't he know what he's making. He did not make it. It comes frozen, then they thaw him and put him under a heat lamp, and then you eat it, and then you go to the bathroom for an hour. That's how 7-Eleven breakfast works. He went to the bathroom before making it or after making no, it? No, I go to the bathroom after oh, I eat it. you eat. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because mm. that's what you get for a $1.50 breakfast sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd say Wawa has the best breakfast, like pre-made. Yeah, we were just talking about it today. Wendy's got a Baconator breakfast sandwich, which is just a regular Baconator burger, but then they also just add in eggs. So, good for if them. you're looking to die quick, go to Wendy's. Go to Wendy's. <laughs> so today, welcome to Long Ash Podcast, by the way. New microphones. New setup. I mean, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're almost there. We're missing uh, headphones and arms, and the thing will be all set. Uh, you don't have any arms? 
Yeah, I only yeah. got one. Um, today we are smoking uh, one of the newest cigars from our dear friend Eric Espinoza of Espinoza Cigars. This is the Espinoza War Zone. It's a collaboration between Espinoza and General Cigars. It's handcrafted at the La Zona factory in the heart of Esteli, Nicaragua. Um, talk about the blend really quick first. Uses a very toothy and slightly fragile Cameroon wrapper, so just be careful on that. Um, that's kind of the, the nature of Cameroon wrappers, but so just keep an eye on it. Uh, followed by, I believe, there's Honduran. Honduran. And Colombian in the filler, and then the binder. Oh, it's, I'm sorry, Colombian, Nicaraguan in the filler, Honduran binder. So very unique tobaccos in this. Let's talk a little bit about the flavor. What are you, what are you getting? I'm getting like a nice, a nuttiness and yes. like like bread, almost like a loaf of bread. Now you said it. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Were you not getting bread? No, I was getting. I mean, now now you brought it up, and like, it's like buttered bread, like a yeah. buttered roll. Yeah. Nice morning butter roll. You yeah. The coffee. Yep. That's the only time That's I can have weird. coffee without sugar on, without sugar in it is if I have like something to dunk into it. If I have like a buttered roll or something to dunk in the coffee, I don't need sugar in the coffee. Or a piece you'll of cake. Dunk, you'll dunk butter roll into coffee? Yeah. Hmm. What's weird about it? Is, it, just, the, is it the butter? Yeah, but then... Because people put butter in coffee now. It's like a thing. My brother does. No, I... So, ghee is what... So, my wife got the whole kit for like coffee to help with... It, it's ghee and then some hot octane thing to, for your brain and metabolism that I was putting in my coffee. And that's... Did it work? Well, that's why she's probably in so much pain. So like ghee, um, clarify But butter. yeah, no, you can put butter. But I just never thought about putting butter roll into coffee. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's like a, like a, like a leftover roll. How do you feel about like the flakiness? Like the, I don't care. The, Get in the there. Bre- Get in yeah? there. I don't give a shit. That's like soggy cereal to me. Exactly. That's what cereal that. was. I hate that. My, I'm pretty sure that my grandparents and my great grandparents invented cereal because this is what they would do. <laughs> is very Italian. There was like eight kids. Did they have family. an idea and didn't want to tell anybody? Yeah, because it's cereal. It talked to your dad. Yeah. So they got uh, <laughs> the uh, Monday morning, like when they because all they all walked to my great grandfather's junk shop, Libretti, yeah. Libretti Brothers, uh, junk shop in Corona okay. Queens. There was how many brothers were there? Not real. Where the Corona came from? No, Corona okay. Queens. Like gotcha. King, of, King of Queens takes place gotcha. in Corona. Or, oh, okay. Or next to like, the, remember the intro to King of Queens yes. when he drops the lemon ice? Yes. That's the lemon ice King of Corona. That's down the street from where my great grandparents lived. So they actually filmed that on. Uh, at, at least that location. one shot is on. I got is you. on. Everything else is in. So LA. let's see. I mean, you're gonna make fun of me when I list off the name. So there was my my grandfather John. Shocker. And there was Joey, Uncle Joey, Uncle Tony, Uncle Mikey. Uncle Frank. Can you say Uncle Tony Paulie? without saying Tony? Yeah, Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony. Now I lost count. Now I got to start over again. Uh, it was Grandpa, who's John. John Labretti, the junior. Then there was Uncle Frank, <laughs> Uncle Paulie, Uncle Joey, Uncle Tony, Uncle Mikey. I think, was that all the brothers? Uncle Dominic. And then there was Aunt Rosie and Aunt Marianne. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Aunt Marianne, just Aunt Mary. Aunt Marianne's on the other side. So, so is your brother the the third? He's the fourth. He's the fourth. He's Quattro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's very proud Quattro. of that fact, actually. No, I know. So, quick on that. My buddy is a third, and his son is a fourth. So I call we call him Quattro, and he calls my kid Dubs. I'm, see, Dubs. I'm not going to name my kid Junior. I'm going to name him the second. Like I want it to be the like Nicholas Albert. The, yeah, my brother's the second. the second. Yeah, I want the two eyes. I don't William, want Junior. William C. Worger the second, and then Greg. And then, <laughs> then Gregory. My, my uh, father-in-law wants to, is wondering why I don't want to name my kid like Chris Jr. 
I, I, CJ. Dude, my kid would have been Nick Jr. Like, how do you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good uh, one. Yeah. That's a good one. Anyway, so Sunday they had the big meal, like the big okay. Sunday Italian meal, because they all, they all lived there. They all worked in the junk shop. And then, you know, they start out like five in the morning. Junk shop? They, my grandfather had my grandfather had a junk shop, junk, very profitable, like very mm-hmm. successful. They, they would take all, you know everyone's junk, and they would go to the scrap yards, take all the metal out, bound up all the the newspaper and everything, and they get money for it. You get like a decent amount per oh. ounce of nickel or ounce of so copper they would have been st- like the starters of like pawn pawn stars, kind of. But like they weren't like it, was, it wasn't you brought them like a rifle and they're like oh yeah I can resell. It was literally right. it was literally junk. But then That's they would out. take you know. Best by the by do. the 70s and 80s they would, like get the gold out of computers they were like scavengers but like professionally pirates kind of okay. yeah. pirates, pirates of corona uh <laughs> but what they would do is you know Sunday they had like the big pasta meal whatever my great grandmother would make handmade raviolis whatever and then the next morning they would take especially in the winter they would take the leftover crusty bread and they would just heat it up in like in the oven and then put it in a bowl with some milk and they would just put like sugar on it and like it cinnamon was, sugar. It, it was no, it was just regular, like regular white sugar. Got it. And it was cereal. That's what cereal is. It was just it was chopped up bread in milk with sugar, mm. and that was their breakfast. And then they would have big sand- call sandwiches for lunch. They would just call it a breakfast. They, just they would call, call it, it the depression because that's what it was. The <laughs> we we can get. So, anyway, I love how we go from butter roll to flavor note to. Now I really want a nice buttered roll. Mm. My favorite breakfast, like, yeah, I love a good buffet or a continental breakfast or a big oh, fancy omelet, like but my go-to just, like, hearty construction worker breakfast, butter roll with coffee, or old-fashioned donut. Nothing no, nothing on it. Just old-fashioned donut. It's is so like, old. It's a good- it That's ta- so old. But it tastes like you get to taste I mean, the naturalness so of much, the donut. No, there's no naturalness to that. The, to that one? No, no see, an old-fashioned donut is all natural. Is it? It's not good for you, but it's like all, it's not like sugars and this uh, pink gum or whatever. It's like not what, the sprinkles. Chris? It's not Boston cream. It's not a diabetes, diabetes in the donut. Diabetes in a donut. No, this is, this is just, this I mean, it's a heart attack donut because it's mm. just pure fat fried, but it's delicious. Anyway, cigar. How do we get to butter? Oh, because the cigar tastes like crap. Right. Yeah. Uh, what I got to say, and I mentioned this in my review of this, is you know me, I'm not a big fan of like when people go, super traditional and like oh yeah it's all it's a harken back to the old days like i'm like it's been done so many times as recently as like last year with aj's ds de gloria where kind of a very very good cigar kind of gets obscured by this very old-fashioned like because it's there hasn't been a long enough gap in people doing old-fashioned looks that when you do it it's going to seem retro and it's going to seem cool it's like having a batman too soon Kind of. It's like it's like people are still doing this, so like you're not doing yourself any favor. But I will say, I actually like this box. history. Because you know what? But it really, especially with the war zone on the side, they did not try to mix like what a lot of people do is like, oh, we're gonna have like make it look old fashioned, but then we're gonna do all these modern things to it to up to update it. That's what I've realized is kind of what I don't like. This is truly looks like just an old fashioned cigar box from the 1940s or or even like or even right. earlier 1920s. Um, this is what exactly what they would look like. The same kind of picture, the same kind of gold. The tape to hold the box together. Yeah. It, 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 or whatever you would call that. Even the side, like how it says Warzone on the side, like that print, yep. that font, very authentic like burnt to the in. period. Very authentic to the period. It takes its name, Warzone, from the 10 years war between Cuba and Spain, which not was- Not Call of Duty. No, not Call of Duty. Okay. 
Although that I'm, I'm that sure I'm that, that, that might have played a little bit into the SEO of why they named it Warzone. Um, only us would think that. Only you would think that. Yeah. 1868 to 1878, Cuba secedes from Spain. Beautiful, like, pictograph on the cover. Showing, was it fought in Cuba? I believe so. Yeah, it was definitely fought. I mean, it was Cuba or other colonies. It was not fought. The Cubans did not go to Spain to fight them. No, well, I mean. we want to. That would be like us invading England during the Revolutionary War. Sometimes you got to do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you got to do it. And they did it. They did. Uh, so I, I, I honestly will say, I know this is contrary to what I put out there before, I enjoy how this came out. That being said, don't do it again for a while. Where would you go next? Well, like just just the AutoZone. Yeah. <laughs> no, just just come out with just like make it a more modern box. Like make you know make it a unique box. My my point was that when stuff be, like becomes retro and cool, it has to have gone away for a while. Like you can't do a cool '80s retro thing in 1990 because the '80s just happened. You haven't had time to miss it and make it make it seem retro. So the problem with a lot of people who do this kind of bo- not, again, not this one particularly, but who do this kind of box design, is people have still been doing this box design to give it their, this retro look. But I'm like, there hasn't been any pause in people doing this kind of box. So like, you're not you're not cool or unique or like throwing back to the day when it's kind of everything you've been releasing or a lot of things that have been released are in that kind of style. Would you, th- would you say the cigar goes with that old retro taste as well? Mm. No? Definitely more of a modern taste to it, which, I, which okay. is what you want. No, I've, I'm just you curious. Know, everyone talks about, and this is the other thing, oh, oh, this is a harken back to the pre-Cuban, the pre-Castro Cubans. I'm like, who the hell knows what those tasted like anymore? Like, who's around that was smoking Cuban cigars in 1930 or 1950? Kramer. Maybe Kramer, and we should get him because he's great sure. with you know speaking in public. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, the people are not giving enough credit to like Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic and Honduras. It's like stop hearkening. Like this, this has a, a a whole theme about like this war, and, and like I I get it, and that's why I, I enjoy this one. But these people oh, harken back to the glory days of Cuba. It's like. Who cares? Like what you're making yeah, now yeah, is yeah. better. It's over. It's like it's better. Right. What you're doing now is better. I, I will take something like this. I will take a Padron or a Crown Heads or, or an Opus over over a Cuban nine times out of ten. Cuban once in a while because it's got a little more unique profile and it's kind of well, cool with the, yeah, the bands and you get to it's right. it's almost like you feel naughty smoking. Sure. Uh, but in terms of construction, flavor, like Nicaragua, the DR, like these places, they're we don't need to remember that anymore. Like, remember the tradition, I think I remember think the history, but like, we don't need to remember. Oh, remember what these tasted like? No, but that's okay. I don't remember what it was like driving a forty-nine Ford, but my Hyundai is a lot better. Right. You know, I like paying homage to the history of something, but don't. Oh, we're trying to mimic the flavors of what this was in the before time. No one here knows what that was, no. and we don't need to know. You're no, doing it better lesson. now. Yeah. And cancel, I love history. I mean, we're cancel culture. But Come I like on. I like a, I like on. a history lesson like Nick Melillo does a history lesson where it's a totally random thing, like part of history. Not, I like, think it's it's not well known. Yeah, and it's but it's but also, it has its own story. Yeah, like I, the High I, Clear Castle has its own story, yeah. but it's not has nothing to do with Cuba. Right, Cuba is just like let it let it rest. I can let see why AJ does it. He's he's Cuban. Uh, I'm sure a lot of these but guys at the same have time Cuban his heritage. cigars aren't Cuban. They're not. 
Like, and, and, you know, Nick Perdomo is Cuban, too. He won't be caught dead doing any kind of like, oh, the good old days of Cuba. He's not a fan of Cuba. Right. From what, at least what I, what I know. He's a very big uh, Reagan guy. I think it's just more of a uh, marketing. I think it is. But like. Boy. It's like marketing. Water that it's like clear. Like, yeah, like it's the, you, you got to figure out something new to market your stuff. Right. Um, which is why, again, I like the war zone that it's not your typical. Oh, back in the old times, you know, this is what the, like this is this is literally like taken out of history. Like it's like it's like a piece, it's like a memento of history taken out and a very specific event. And it's not like, oh, back in the days when these ladies were rolling it on their thighs, and like everyone does that stuff. This has nothing to do with cigars, really. Right. This story. It's cigar adjacent because it is Cuba, but it's not that kind of thing. Nope. Um and honestly, not a big Cameroon fan generally. This is very good. Now a lot of Fuente, because before we start rolling, has Cameroon. Would you would you say this kind of flavor profile has that same Fuente, or is it because I don't smoke a lot of Fuentes? I will say honestly, thinking about, I haven't had a Fuente Cameroon in a while. Okay, which is a, a large portion of their kind of standard portfolio. Um, all the regular like eight five eights are all like the natural ones are all Cameroon. Right. All the regular Hemingways, all the regular Don Carlos, they're all Cameroon. But uh, and I haven't had one in a while because I because their Maduros are just so good. I always just agreed. Excuse me, but the breadiness of this, that kind of neutral nutty bready tone, very very similar um, off the wrapper. Now you're finding a little more. I'm not, I don't want to say more complexity, but a different kind of complexity in this because the Fuentes are just standard Dominican with the Cameroon wrapper. So you're going to get kind of a almost a similar profile off the filler because the Dominicans are kind of a, a little more sometimes neutral in flavor and have a kind of nuttiness to them, like a, a, an earthy nuttiness. Whereas this, with the Honduran, the Nicaraguan, and the Colombian, you're getting a few other things going on that really add to the profile. Right. You know, you're getting a little bit of zest. You're getting a little bit of... I'm getting oh, a very yeah. slight chocolate tone. Very, very yeah. slight. Nothing crazy. Nothing I would describe as chocolatey, but chocolate It's very hard to put down. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to keep smoking it. You know what that is? Balance. Yes. Because there's not one note that's like, all right, well, that's a lot of chocolate. I got to put right. that down. Or that's a lot of spice. Or that's a lot of this. Like, that it's other smooth. one, I'm not going to say which one, but the other one I was smoking today. Right. That was just like very, like that one tone that face. I usually like, it was right. just very all about that tone. It was too much for me. This is very well balanced. And also, the construction is great. Agreed. I will say, keep an eye out. And this has been said on Dojo everything. Just keep an eye out. Cameroon wrappers can be very fragile. The same thing with Candela wrappers. Um, to get around it, notice a lot of guys who are using Candela now, like Alec and Bradley for the Shamrock and, and for the Filthy Hooligan, or when Roma Craft does it, or whoever you know whoever does it, a lot of times how they split it, they use can, uh, Candela simply for the visual, for the, for the cool green look, but then they split it with something that's a little hardier. Right, that can that can kind of hold up. Because um, I remember the first Filthy Hooligans, they tasted very good, but man, did that rapper rip! This is the original ones from like you know eight years ago, seven years ago. They would just like you would take the 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 they came in like a they had a sleeve, a cardboard right. sleeve on them. Take that sleeve off, and sometimes half of the wrapper would just wow. rip off with it. Yeah, you had to be very careful. But it's just it's the nature of that kind of tobacco. You know, Cameroon, Candela is fragile because of the process used to ferment it. Not even fermented to to cure it, right? Because it uses like a, the kind of quick high heat right. really quickly to kind of get that chlorophyll look to, for the green look. 
Cameroon, it's just, I feel like it's more, and I don't, I'm not an expert, just more the nature of this kind of tobacco is more on the fragile side. Although, I didn't run into too many issues in my Fuente days. No? No. I wonder if it's also a humidor. Could be. If, if it doesn't hold that humidity level, it just might have an issue with it. Well, then we got to get that fixed because... Well, yeah, I mean, um, keep filling, baby. <sighs> We're gonna You're spe- here. You're here. You're spending more on water. In. You're up here. I see you smoking some uh, some pre-releases up here. I had to. I had to test it out. I mean, of course. I he saw was, two he, of them. I, uh, he sent me the cigars. He sent, I said, well, I smoked myself. I saw two of them. Oh, no. Uh, the, our boss had one yesterday oh, no. by himself. Oh, okay. But he sent it to us like on... When was it? I got my box Thursday night. And then f- he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 your, your box out there. Friday morning, 9 a.m., he's like, try it yet? I'm like, I just got that down in the office, buddy. Relax. But it was, it's, it's very good. We'll talk oh, about that at the end. We'll give a little hint oh, of what's yeah. coming. What was on your mind, bud? What else is on my mind? Tell me about this microphone. Why is this microphone good? I just came with the, the recorder. It's also Zoom. They're an audio recording company. Oh, so you, you bought the recorder and then just gave you these mics for free? No, well, it's a package deal. Oh, so these aren't necessarily good mics. Not necessarily. Oh. I don't. Know, just asking. I, don't, I didn't. Oh, I like, thought. I thought you bought the mics. You like did research oh, on the I, mics. I did research on all of it. Uh-huh. And then I saw that it came with Zoom mics at a at a reasonable cost, and also being that a lot of people say if you at least buy something with the thing, like Rode, we got new Rode mics, but I had to get off brand lavaliers. Hopefully, yeah, I don't think we'll have an issue, but it's good to go with the same brand. I'm excited to use those and not have to be plugged into that stupid wire pack that we've been you're using. You're still going to be plugged into a wire pack, the little pack. The little thing, yeah, but like, that just goes right here, right? No, you're still going to be. You still have the lobs. Why? Because you look stupid with a block on your chest. I don't care. I do. Oh, can't I just get a thing like in here? Don't they have a thing? No. no, no. What are you? It's not a TED talk. Yes. No, you're not working out. Like, Can we? Like, what are you going to start doing? Uh, Soul doing cigar? Yeah. Or uh, what's Cigar that stupid on... bike everyone buys? Peloton. Oh, Jesus. I got a pro form. I don't know what that is. Knock off the Peloton. A knock off Peloton? Is it just as good? Yeah. Yeah. I think I broke it. Though. Well, I heard Peloton, it's it's not like the bike, it's the classes that you pay for. Like, that's that's what that's what you're actually paying so for. So, basically, Peloton, you pay $60 a month for the bike for the first three years until you pay it off. And then they make you pay for the membership. So, that's $40. So, it's $100 a month. The bike that I got, I was able to finagle some things. I'm paying $51 for the bike and the membership for the next three years. So I'm basically getting the half price of the Peloton. Have you used it yet? Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. And how are the people that you... Like, They're like, fine. It's like a class? Like yeah, it's classes. Or I was, I've been uh, riding through the Caribbean. The Caribbean? Yes. She actually brought that up about how, how the right way of saying it. Wait, so but, does the screen come with it or you got to yeah. like do it through your no, phone I got or something? A tw- I got a 22-inch screen on it. Can you like watch other stuff on there? Can you just, like put a movie on if you wanted it? No. Not that I know of. It's just the the app that's in it, and it it does all your like stats and how far you've been riding. They should do an update where you can like plug in your phone and like watch Netflix on that thing. It'd be a good idea. Yeah, because you can still have your stats and everything, but like, oh, I don't want to listen to Katie in her Agreed. studio. I want to watch Pirates of the Caribbean. You could do that. Yeah, yeah. That no, was it's... a good movie. That first one was really good. I think I've only, I think I've only seen it parts. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. You were a little older. Because you're yeah. a little old. So that came out, I was like 11, maybe 12. I was in middle school when it came out. Okay. So it was like really cool. Because it was like right. it was like a Marvel movie where it's people of all ages. But really that that middle group. It was know. good. 
Yeah. I, the first one was great. I, I think went, I, just, I think it's the fact times. that they kept knocking knocking new ones out, just like rebranding Cuban like cigars. Yeah, I wish they had that. That would if they had if they had knowledge of like the Marvel universe, like what like what they could have done. Imagine like a Pirates universe. Well, if you think about it, Disney did do the Marvel universe, and they probably learned from that. It's just like they learned from how horrible they did for X Men. Imagine if they did X Men, right? Do X-Men. I know they didn't, but you what I'm saying, Fox, they learned yeah. from it. Yeah. They learned from that. Well, here's the thing. They really ruined that movie. That, well, that whole they franchise. ruined. There was three really bad, well, four really bad ones. So X regular X Men one was great. It was, it was good, yeah. X Men two was very good. X two mm-hmm. when they're at the facility in the doesn't Jean Grey die at the end? No, that's that's the next. That's one. three. This is two. Two is the one with Stryker. Um, with Wolverine. I thought Wolverine. Yeah, it was like his kind of, and they talk about him a lot. And then what, what's the one where they storm the White House? That's that's the two. New one. That's two. That's no, the that's opening two. two right? Nightcrawler, uh, with Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler in the White yeah, House. That's yeah, the opening two. of two. Yeah. So two, two is ranked as one of the best comic book movies ever. Two really? Is very good. Yeah. Three stunk. Right. Then, X Men, days uh, X Men Origins Wolverine was terrible. Yeah. Right. The next great. Wolverine movie was pretty good, and then obviously Logan was exquisite. phenomenal. The first James McAvoy one when they're like with the Cuban Missile Crisis. Did days you see that one? Yeah. That one was pretty good. Yeah. I don't like the, how they went back. No, what do you mean? I don't like how they went back in time and they got a whole new cast. They did. I, I just didn't. Like no, it. but then they combined both of those because then in the next one is when they send Logan back in time, but it's Patrick Stewart sending him back in time to James McAvoy. So they combined both casts. I got you. Which was good. And then the next two after that were not. Um, the one with uh, what's his name, Apocalypse. I didn't even see that one. I heard that one was terrible. And then I heard that yeah. the New Mutants was very very bad. That was the the last one with that. It was awful. New Wait, so they have nine movies under their belt in like the last twenty one years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm probably missing one too, but I feel at like least they that. run it though. We'll see. They've they've already crossed over into the Marvel universe. Did they? Has anyone been watching WandaVision or just me? I haven't yet. You haven't? Oh. Well, I got a spoiler for you. I don't know. Oh wow. There's a character from those X-Men movies that appears in WandaVision. Like, not like a weird cameo, like actually as that person. Quicksilver? Yeah. Yeah. But not the Quicksilver that was originally in Age of Ultron. The right. Quicksilver from X-Men. Right. And like that full character, like right. accent, the whole the whole gotcha. nine yards. So the world, worlds are colliding. I think his name is, the actor is uh, Evan Peters. He yeah. was in uh, American Horror Story as well. He's that, yeah. that kid from American Horror Story. Who always plays like some kind of psycho kid. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to watch that show. I like it. I like horror. I like horror stuff, no, but like only Wanda, between Wandavision. Oh, you don't like it? It's hard to watch. Why? I was falling asleep. What episode? Second. Yeah, I mean, after that, I appreciated all of them because I loved fifties and sixties sitcoms, like the Honeymooners and everything. So, like, even in those early episodes, I was still very much into it because they did a great job did of. Did you recreating. go back in time? What do you mean? Did you personally go back in time? I wish. Hmm. I would give myself. The best advice, and I, I would. Here's the here's the thing. I don't know how the stock no, market you, really see, works. You'd have to go back in time, but you can't make money off of it. Oh no, I'm definitely gonna make money off of it. No, you can't. Then, then I'm not going no, back in time. Not, I'm, I'm just saying there. you went back in time, but you couldn't be like Biff. Right. What? Wait. <laughs> Are you saying like I get to go back in time and and no, live? I say you didn't get to. You did go back in time. I'm just saying you already went back in time. You're now here. You're just not, you know, making money off of what you know. You just 
Your spirit was there. I think he's saying you're you're an old soul. Here's what I would do. I said spirit, but okay, you can say old soul. I don't know how the fine. stock market works, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to invest in like Google or anything. But here's what I would do. I would bet every major sports upset I could think of, and I would bet the most amount of money I can. So definitely like 1980s Olympics, the Russians against America and a hockey team. What was the odds on that? I couldn't even tell you, but it's got to be huge. Do you, you know? Look, can you look that up? I would bet. Sorry, App- if I had headphones, it'd be more authentic, wouldn't it? Appalachian State versus Michigan. Okay. Back in 2007. <laughs> Dude, this is where the money is made. Yeah. Um, probably a bunch of UFC fights that I that I know the outcome of. I would bet heavy on those. First of all, betting on a draw in the UFC. You bet a dollar, you make one twenty if it's a draw. Wow. So I would just go find every draw and then just bet two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. They're not gonna know. Oh, okay. They're gonna know it's me. Um and then what I would also do What wouldn't they know? That you went back in time or the fact that you're just Yeah, also you don't have to give you don't have to give them your you don't have to like, you know, fill out a whole thing. You guys just uh, go to Vegas and like here, two thousand dollars a draw. So you you'd live in Vegas. I mean I would visit there frequently. Okay. Then what you I would still wouldn't live in Florida though. Is I would wait. Hold on. Am I able to like go to multiple times? I mean, do I, I have a machine, right? I can just kind of go wherever I want. Do you want to go back to the 2013 IPCPR and the uh, yes, the I what know booth? You do. Not me. What you. I would do. <laughs> is I know what you do. I would go <laughs> buy a bunch of like classic car. I'd buy like like a '67 Shelby GT for like you know. The ten thousand dollars it costs, like brand new, off of your draw money. And I would, I would buy a whole bunch of cars like that, and then hide them in like, buy a warehouse, fully paid off warehouse. Why a bio one? What? What's it? Why? Why would it have to be a bio warehouse? No, I said I would buy a warehouse. Oh, buy a warehouse. I got yeah. you. I'm with you. And then Follow. totally under my name, no one can touch it. I'm like, no one touches. This you warehouse. would buy the land and where I would, Google yeah, would be at. Yeah, and so I would, you'd make all that money. I would put all the cars in there and then take them out today. And now a car I spent ten thousand dollars on, in the past, is now worth like. You know, three hundred thousand, and I would sell all those cars. Hmm. That's a long time. Well, I, I got the time machine, so it's only a minute. Yeah, for me. yeah you're paying the tax on the warehouse. I'm dead. The according to them, they don't know who's dead. I well, I, mean, I guess oh, no. no you're still here. Got to go through probate and everything. Yeah, you yeah. might have a different name. What's your old name? Giuseppe. Joseph Abigail Lindhurst. Lindhurst. Yeah. Like the Lindhurst in Ringo's New Jersey, Lindhurst. Ringo's New Jersey. No, not Lindhurst. What Lindbergh, Lindhurst is the name of the Lind- town. That was Lindbergh. <laughs> Lindbergh. Yeah. Lindhurst is where you know Lindbergh. Um, that whole Lindbergh trial. Charles Lindbergh. Yeah, yeah with the kid and everything yeah. else. Yeah, that's literally five minutes where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do? I didn't do nothing. They I don't know why. I love how Greg said Ringo's New Jersey. <laughs> Nick was like, "Where is that? That's where yeah. Greg was raised." Yeah. Ringo's. Ringo's. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a hot dog place. <laughs> I go over to oh, Ringo's, get a couple dogs. dogs. Yeah. The odds were ten to one. Ten to one. Yeah. That's it. That's terrible. That's like not good odds at all. Like I know that, that's very average. Yeah. Well, what's what's like a big one that was like what's a big upset that was like you know? Well, the Appalachian State, Michigan. Wait, that wait, one wait. had to be a big one. Wait, I'm seeing uh, two different things. One says uh, one says a thousand to one upset in sports history. Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson. Appalachian number two, Appalachian State. Um. Leicester City overcomes unthinkable odds to win the Premier League. Yeah. Giants over the Patriots in 2008. The first one. Red Sox first over one. the Yankees. 
Any team oh, when they're down, yeah, but like, I'm not gonna bet on when that. When they're down three to one, I, 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 I'm not gonna profit on the Yankees losing. I oh, refuse. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Any team that's come down from three to one to win, even if it's like first round matchups, you would make money. I would invest in like Air Jordans. Like I would buy a bunch of like first edition Jordans. You would just marry the Nike lady. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be more here. All they're showing is these like <laughs> the oh, Nike lady. Number 16 seed UMBC pulls off upset against Virginia. Yeah. This was in... That was that was recent. Doesn't even say what year it was. It was it March Madness, wasn't it? 2017. Yeah. Uh, Buster Douglas. God, I miss March Madness. Beats Mike Tyson. Appalachian State. Leicester City. Olympics, I would go back and be the person ice. who discovered uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, here, here's a better list. 50 biggest upsets. Here we go. Uh, 2011. Something f- with the Chiefs right. and the Packers. I don't know what that is. Oil spill. The Detroit Red Wings are in the NHL playoffs. It's hard to go against them. Taking on the number eight seed Edmonton Oilers back in the day. Oh, man, these are weird. Yang makes the Tiger. Oh, I bet on Tiger Woods, too. For the times. Oh, I feel so bad for him. I Poor guy. Okay. Yeah, it sucks. Come on, what, what would you bet on? Like, how would you make money? How would I make money? I, I, you, I, I, I don't want to play you. the stock market because I'm afraid that if I invest too big in something that didn't have a big investor, it might screw up the history Probably of Probably be land. Yeah, I might buy land. Probably be all land, retail. Why don't you go back? You can't really follow that. You can't. That's all about luck. Well, see, here's the thing. is If I'm going back, I would bring like $1,000 with me in like singles because all the other money has changed. Like it's, it looks different now. So I would get like okay. a bunch of old singles. thousand Because I would take 1000 bucks and I would do my first bet on that so I can make more money to do other things. Well, yeah. So I would bet like $1,000 on whatever, something small. Maybe like the Yankees winning in like 78. Like something that like maybe the odds weren't great, but like I'll make some money on it. Do that a couple times, and then start betting heavy. And then I would do the car thing, toys. I would buy like uh, stretch Armstrongs and like leave them in the packaging. These things that are going like for like four or five. Gr- I would literally just have a warehouse full of stuff, all first editions. Did you label it? I would just know what's in there. I would I would make an Excel sheet when it came back. Every time I come back here, I'd make an I would Excel know sheet. what's in there. And then you get Alzheimer's and then like done for. Babe Ruth rookie cards, like you all buy this all stuff. the Cubans before you know the embargo. I would like steal Jack Kennedy's like humidor and bullet. I'd go, ba- I'd go back and Mc- invent invent McDonald's myself. You would invent McDonald's? Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, McDonald's. <laughs> like, how do yes. you invent McDonald's? You McDonald's. I don't know. I change the name to Chris's McArangios. McArangios. McChris's. Secret Chris's. Secret Chris's. Secret sauce. No, see, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to invent any. Like, I, I can't go back there and be like, oh, I'm going to make a phone computer. Like, I, would, I have no idea how this works at all. But I would, like, I would find out, I would find the guys who created Netflix like a month before they had the idea and then go to them and be like, hey. And kill them. No, because I don't know how to make Netflix. <laughs> he doesn't know how to kill them either. I mean, I could figure it out. But I don't know so how to make So you're telling Netflix. me you, you, you'd be able to figure out how to kill someone faster than making it yourself. Like I know you, how to kill someone. Wow. You what don't? I'm saying is, is you'd rather, because of the fact that you don't know how to make something, you'd rather kill them all. I'm not killing anybody. I think you are. How am I killing them? I, it sounds like it. No, I'm going to go to them and be like, hey, I have an idea. You two or should do you, it, but I'm going to be your silent partner. Here's 50 grand to get started. Make me Netflix. Why wouldn't you just go to a Blockbuster and say, hey, sign this deal with Netflix. You'll make this much money. Because they're not going to listen to me. Like They're not going to know. But if I go to two college kids who invent Google and I give them, hey, here's 50 grand. Make me a Google. 
Why is it always college kids that make things? Because they got nothing to do. They didn't make. They didn't make because Google, did they? which and we've seen it in in our industry. Adults who are successful stay with the status quo because they 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 stay with what got them there. College kids who are smart, but like they don't know what they want to do or they don't have anything set. Like they're going to experiment. They're going to try something. They're going to try to make their way. Um, very very good cigar. This is Ash very is held good. up. Very very good blend. Um, and I like the box. I like the style. So very good job to Eric Espinosa and uh, well deserving and and general very deserving of all its ratings this year. Uh, guys, keep an eye out. Um, in weeks to come, we have more 50th anniversary releases, including our next one from uh, Crowned Heads. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Chris. <laughs>